system for offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Hello! Hello! Live from Southern Arizona, beautiful Arizona, Oral Valley to be specific, I guess along the Catalina Mountains if you want to zero in even more. We're here, enjoying weather better than we deserve. We're not going com- to tell you what the temp is though because I don't want to be that person that rubs it in. Well, you don't know. We have a lot of listeners in Hawaii who are actually 10 degrees uh, higher than us. Really. I'm sure they are. Dude, s- the East Coast is still getting yeah. pummeled today. It's crazy. There's so- mm. What they say, there's like... 17 inches of snow in Ohio? Yeah, we were, uh, my son and I, for a, a quick hot minute, we're just kind of watching whatever the headlines were, and uh, we caught, like, you know, the reporter from out in Virginia at uh, Reagan Airport in D.C., yeah. and it's just like a gajillion canceled flights. It's awful, yeah. North Carolina's blanketed and all that, man. I'm yeah, waiting sucks. for a, uh, I'm waiting for a package, and... Where's it coming from? Oh, well, that's the funny part. So, <laughs> it arrived in L.A. Yes. And then went, no, I'm sorry, wait. It arrived in Jamaica. Jamaica. First. Jamaica where? Jamaica. Jamaica. I don't know why. No, Jamaica, New York. Jamaica, New York, you yeah. think? Well, I don't know though. No, I I <laughs> I check our I check our USPS okay. informed delivery. I can tell you I know what would, packages are coming. You have something from Jamaica, New York. It's so confusing. Not Jamaica the actual Okay, uh, see, that's why I was confused. Well, no, it, it came from... She's fucking thinking, hold on, Bar- Bob Marley got a hold of my uh, pack. <laughs> it came from, it started in New York, went to LA, and then went back to New York. And okay. that's what I'm like, oh, it's never going to make it here now because there's like 10 inches of snow in New York. Say, I think I lost is what happened to ah. it, right? That's what really happened. <laughs> Poor package. Poor package. It'll be just fine. Well, everyone, hello. How are you? How hello. is everyone doing? I know you don't want to talk about the weather here because it is so nice, but I I gotta tell you, man, it's a beautiful day. I need to get out and get some beautiful fresh air. Beautiful sunshine. Yeah, nice I day. see. I got lucky today because I have so I had a two hour break um, planned uh, in my day, you know, because I I work from home and stuff, seeing clients, and I had this two hour break in there, and um, then I had a client uh, call and have to reschedule. That was one of the appointments leading into it. So my two hour turned into a three yeah, hour. I wondered. I didn't hear you talking. Yeah, it's, it's so beautiful. funny though. We're so trying to adjust to both of us working from home. Mm-hmm. Um, today, uh, I I worked a few hours earlier than Pat did. So I started at 730. Yeah. Pat, did you start at 10 or 11? I had a 10 a.m. this morning. Um, as soon as he logged in at 10, the internet like booted me oh, off. getting all sad. And I was like, "Oh shit, we we need to up our internet package because like, I don't we think both we do." I'm going to be know? honest, and, and I'm going to tell it, you it why. It worked later in the day, but it seems like See, right away the internet just overloads and shuts down. I'm going to tell you why I think uh, it's not that big of a deal, right? Because one, I uh, bought appropriate internet package for us, considering at the time we didn't know what our usage was going to be. Yeah. And I do all the tests. By the way, it's real easy. By the way, there's simple websites like you know, check my test. I yeah, know, there's all easy ways to check your internet speed to see if you're getting the the bandwidth that you should be. And I really, honestly, bl- think it's it's because oh, it's so cliche. You just kind of got like a, a shittier laptop, a shitty thing. laptop because you work for radio, right? And 
What I'm they, not complaining because this is the first. I'm just letting you know <laughs> that I bet if we were to actually do the internet test, like the speed test for your laptop oh, versus sure. mine, yeah. I know yours is going to come in a lot slower. Oh, I know yours is like super badass and just comes in and like boots mine out the window. Well, it's just because it's a newer machine. Well, yeah, and, I know. And listen, this I'm is, not arguing with This you. is what happens in like most major corporations, right? You work for a corporation. If it's a corporation that where you have to have equipment like a laptop or something, they have a department. And the department is the one who gets, they, they're in charge of all the equipment. And there's a priority list as to who gets what, who gets the newest, who gets a remodel. Oh, yeah, I'm at the bottom of the list. And yeah. just trust me, if you're not generating dollars for a corporation, you go below those people. No, to, well, so to be honest with you, I, I'm going to disagree with you okay. on that because okay. even, even uh, my boss has a shitty computer and she yeah. jokes about it all the time yeah. that like it's just it seems to be a running joke okay. that these laptops – Barely accomplish what the company wants us to, and eventually they're exactly. not going to accomplish it. So imagine if uh, instead there was a seven-figure deal attached to that laptop, and yeah, then you're true. like, hey, it didn't get done because the laptop brought shit out on me. <laughs> Guess who has a brand new fucking MacBook Pro the next morning? <laughs> that salesperson. It's so funny. That the, account executive has it tomorrow The amount morning. of people that have to reboot during the day, they're like, oh, be Thank right you. back. Got to reboot. Hey, Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just honestly think it's because I have just a, a, a better laptop and I'm, right. I'm using it just for one thing. Like Again, I'm just video conferencing with people. That's I'm all not I'm doing. complaining because I have never, ever had a radio company send me a laptop to use. They're always like, use your own. Yeah. Tough. Like, and, and not only was it use your own, but you had to put all this like software on there to protect like the company's websites and stuff so that other people couldn't hack in and figure out what you're doing. Yeah. And I like the, all that stuff from our old company is still on my laptop. Oh, really? You yeah. Need to, man, that's your problem. You need to get all that shit well, out no, of No, that's man. not my problem because that's well, no, not no, what no, I use but, for but, work. But, yeah. but I'm saying still with, with that oh, one, you I should know. just purge all So that no shit. complaints. I've never had a company actually send me a laptop. So I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of torn on all that stuff, man. To you me, use your own laptop. I do use my own laptop, but I'm also kind of like a like a group. Like we're not necessarily um, we're we're what you call a a provider group as opposed to like a corporation. Okay. Like I don't work for a uh, so and so healthcare provider, and we have like you know fifty field offices. We're literally a bunch of people who just banded together yeah. and we all work together and we use our own laptop. But I don't know. I'm kind of weird on that. Like with a lot of workplaces, I feel like, you know, um, I like I don't feel and I hope they don't, but I think they do. Like, I don't feel like police should have to buy their own gun. Like, you no. know, why the fuck do you got to do that? Yeah. No, you need the gun. Try being a police officer without a gun. It's kind of hard, right? Doesn't work. And I feel like the same way if you're someone now who works from home and and you got to do all this shit. You shouldn't have to do it on your own computer. Right? Like they, 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 and I don't care what it is, by the way. I have, doesn't matter. I've spoken to some uh, really interesting people all around the country due to just the way business has um, evolved the last couple of years. So, you know, you, you talk to recruiters or service reps who are all over, and I've talked to them in like rural Wisconsin. And you wonder how they get these jobs and it's for these big companies. And they're like, yeah, they send me the whole setup. It's, you know, a fucking FedEx box shows up and it it's like, boom, here you go. I so. wasn't expecting all the packages I got. I was yeah. so excited. I'm you like, did. Oh, dude, AJ got set up, bro. She got, well, one, she got literally this piece of uh, machinery that we're recording this podcast on, which is pretty much now at this point, it's, it's the industry standard. Like yeah. I see this being used with everyone. Uh, but you got one of these. Yeah. 
sent to you from your company. Well, and it was funny because... And like, that's over there by your workspace for your work stuff. It's funny because, um, well, first of all, once again, thank you to the Pat and AJ Army for GoFunding this thing. We didn't even all ask day, for it. No. And somebody said, I want to set up a GoFundMe for your podcast equipment. Is that cool? It would have been not- fucking hard without, without the Roadcaster. It would have been hard. Well, and then when I found out, my boss was like, oh, do you have a Roadcaster? And I said, yeah. And she goes, great. We're going to send you another one. I said, why? And she <laughs> (laughs) goes because those machines are really finicky and i don't want you messing up your own with work stuff how great is so i was like that's awesome excellent yeah i just feel like you know no matter what it is you're doing you're doing customer service shit fine send you all the shit you need to do customer service which is really just one it's a laptop right it's a laptop it's a headset maybe it's a printer you did get a printer with yours didn't you right no no, that was my old gig my old gig um, that they sent me out like a uh, printer to like work with mine. You know, I bought this one on Marketplace out. just so we could have. So it. now we officially have well, our yeah, own. Printer. I don't really need a printer, <laughs> but you know, it's it was forty bucks. So, <sighs> well, everyone, I do feel like we should now. Hold on. I want to jump into our our uh, digital inbox because we get messages, and I feel bad. I want people to know that we do. Really I promise you, we're reading everything. Read everything. If we're not getting back to you, it's just because we're assholes. Okay. Oh no, I'm you so get a little sorry. busy, but uh, well, yeah, we. We're super busy. Let's uh, go ahead and talk to some folks who had jumped into our inbox. One, AJ, um, talk to me and refresh people's memories um, about episode 99. Your mother has, on top of her MS, uh, she suffers from tri... Trigeminal neuralgia. There we go. That's the word that I can't get out. Angela uh, wrote in and she said, just listening to episode 99 about your mom's trigeminal neuralgia. I'm so sorry to hear that. My grandfather also had MS and had trigeminal neuralgia, which was also called. It's another very odd medical name that I don't want to butcher, so I won't try. We'll just call it. TD for short. There's another name for this, apparently. No, it would be TN. Uh, She goes on to say, every possible thing that came with MS my grandfather had. It was so bad to uh, watch him go through this. He ended up getting brain surgery to cut his nerve to stop pain. That's one way to do it, but there are side effects to that. Yeah, she says the right side of his face was numb for the rest of his life. It was a drastic measure that he considered worth it. This was dating back to the 1980s. He did say it felt like you had gone to the dentist and gotten your face numbed, and that's just how it was with a straight line down his face. He did say that he would have to be careful chewing because food would get onto that side of his mouth. He would know it was there. He would choke a lot during meals. Yeah, it's really dicey and it definitely gets to it's it's literally like your nerves and your face are just firing. Mm-hmm. Probably nerves that most of us don't even know we have, but when you have, you know, an an illness like MS that yeah. affects your nerve endings, wow. this kind of stuff is really typical, but that is she had a surgery a few years back. Say, so, yeah, what did she have done? Your mom had something kind of up that alley. So done. she had um what they did and don't quote me on this. I'm not a doctor. This is how I it was explained to me is that it was like a little balloon that was inflated that would keep her nerve endings from firing against the rest. Okay. So 
And makes, they, makes sense. So yeah. they're firing to nothing. They're they're sending their signal of pain so to nothing. She, um, but they told her it was temporary, and it did work for I'd say a good five six years, which is what they predicted. Okay. Now that it's back, okay. she went in to get the surgery again, and they're like, "We don't do it anymore." Oh, is it like one of those surgeries that they figured out is persona? Non-grata? I don't know why they they stopped doing it, but I'm like, that's great. What are you going to do for her? Because I mean, my. I feel so bad. My dad literally said, like, she's sleeping with a bottle of melatonin because when she wakes up, she has one of these attacks and just wants to go back to sleep. She just knocks herself so, out. So I'm like, that's there's no quality of life there. Like, yeah. some some days she can get up. I hear her. I'll, like, I'll talk to her on the phone every once in a while, but it's so rare now. Yeah. And I guess one of the options is that surgery, which basically burns off the nerve endings in your face, which means you you can't feel one side of your face. Um, but it's, it's not like, I guess it's not like kind of like stroke face. It's just, you can't feel it. Yeah. That's so you might be smiling. You won't be able to feel it on that side. But at this point, I think she would do anything to rid herself of this because it's so bad. And I don't really feel like anybody's truly helping her. They just keep pumping her full of pills. Yeah. And I'm like, there's not, that's not a quality of life. This is ridiculous. It sounds like, I mean, from what she's saying, how her grandfather described it, that it was like going to the dentist. So you remember you go to the dentist and you get numbed up and you would always think that you had stroke face until you looked in the mirror. You were just like, oh, I just can't feel it. Yeah. And then you'd realize, oh no, I'm still smiling. I just, yeah, literally you can't. So that's what that sensation. would be like forever she was worried about that that one side of her face would be just like paralyzed and droopy but they're like no you just won't be able to feel it which creates its own set of problems i I was gonna say as much as that's like it it kind of uh dispels one worry right it it does create another which is worried about um your tongue and chewing food which i kind of saw that happen with my mom and her later stages of like dementia like that's i mean fucking feeding time at the home becomes it was really she tough she couldn't swallow she was yeah. choking it yeah. was awful and i mean imagine they're doing that for a group of people right yeah. there's like a, a lot of folks so I, I i understand but uh yeah it's very it's i don't want to say it's rare it's just people don't know about it yeah. like i said like it's interesting to find people who know what it is like because you said who is it um uh, what's Pat his Tomasulo name Pat Tomasulo. from wgn chicago his wife has it he does fundraisers for her which i love because he's just a great journalist in general but it's it is comforting to hear other people that know about it but you also like it'd be more comforting if they could find out a way to help people with it you know like it's so incredibly painful so angela goes on to say i hope your mom finds a uh easier way to deal with it it's so hard thank you angela it really is yeah it's awful to watch her go through it and let's see let's dig in here hey sydney got a hold of us sydney Hello, Sydney. Hello, Sydney. Sorry, we just saw it, man. How can you not? Hello, Sydney. Everyone saw it. Sydney. Yeah. Can I say my cold, black, horror-loving heart is so happy that a horror movie came in number one at the box office? Scream is number one at the box office. Do you know how big of a deal that is? I don't think you know, okay? And it uh, dethroned Spider-Man, too. Yes. Spider-Man's like like the best movie of all time. What did Sydney have to say? Does she like scary movies? Well, now I want to talk about Scream. Hold on. Uh, Sydney says... Hey, Pat and AJ, I'm a podcast listener. Every episode since the first oh, one. You're awesome. Good I for know, you. Right? So it's just finished the most recent one from today. Feel like I want to share this with you, Pat. Uh-oh. Like you, I'm also a newer therapist. Hey, hey, the few, the proud. And she says, also like you, I'm getting to this point in my life where I'm able to help others heal because I've been able to heal. Yep. She says, it's what makes all of us relatable, right? It's what makes us the therapist that we are today is someone who has been 
On the client end of therapy, I personally would never want a therapist who lived a pristine life. Yeah, be weird. And never faced or overcame any obstacles, which is very true. She was sending this in response to um, a comment that one of my not so great anymore friends made about Pat being a therapist, basically just saying, well, he's so messed up. Like, yeah. how's he going to help? It was very much implying, well, that he's a, he's, he's too an, fucked up to be, yeah, to help like, other like people. He's an imperfect man. Yeah. What makes him think no that shit. he could, you know, we all are help other people. It would be weird if your therapist was like, yeah. had no, like, I'll be honest. My therapist, when she told me she also had an eating disorder, it was such a connecting moment because for that second, I'm like, yeah. she gets it. She totally understands. Sure. So it would be weird to have a therapist that has no issues. <laughs> yeah, that's And like, I've often kind of said at this point in my life that I'm kind of like Forrest Gump, right? Like if I sit on a park bench and you come and sit down next to me, like I can probably connect with you on some something because something, my life has that been that insane of a journey. Um, and I would hope that that would endure you to people because it would be weird to sit down with someone who had no idea what struggle or pain or hurt or fear was like. We have to stop expecting people to be perfect, whether they are clergy, politicians, therapists, friends, celebrities, friends, anybody, nobody's perfect. Okay. And that doesn't excuse bad behavior, but nobody's perfect. We know this humans ruin everything. Okay. So just live with that, deal with it. And it'll be a lot easier to get through life. So, uh, thank you, Sydney. Sydney goes on to say, I say this, I am proud of the battle scarred warriors. We all are damn right. And of the darkness that we have all overcome such that we are able to hold the most sacred space for others to provide tools so they, too, may find sanctuary. Thank you both mm-hmm. for all you do. Preach, for the, Sydney. For the podcast and for bringing unfiltered authenticity. I was explaining that to... Thank uh, you, Sydney. So, yeah, speaking of, Scream is number one at the box office. Good shit, man. That's a good movie. I have I have a lot of questions, though, that weren't answered, but I'm not going to yeah. say it was a bad movie We went and it. saw it, too. I was supposed to, uh, and and I guess we should preface this as well, I really hope that this podcast finds you well, because fuck me. Is everybody sick or is what? Is everyone sick with COVID? I shit you not. Uh, half the people behind my screen, and this is why I work virtual from my home, um, you know, are, are either being tested for, have tested positive, or have someone who is sick um, it's so bad right you know now. i i uh, all uh, friends of mine and then my tattoo artist i so i have this tattoo that i'm uh, getting done right now it's kind of one of those couple session pieces and uh we had something set up and sure enough he gives me a buzz and goes hey man so i kind of came down with a thing and i got tested and covid <sighs> so literally uh aj had planned she goes well i'm gonna go see scream when you go get tattooed, yeah. that was her big thing. I had she's the like, day off, man. Yeah, she's like, it's it's you know you're gonna be going all day at at the tattoo shop. I'm gonna go see Scream. She who's got our son into going to see to see Scream, and uh and and then all of a sudden, boom, my plans change. And then I say, fine, I will go see Scream with you. Now I wasn't like over the top, like holy fuck, there's a new Scream. Because let's be honest, the Scream franchise has kind of been fucking dead for a while. Yes, yeah. Like the original Scream was amazing. And I remember seeing it in college. It was, um, I think I remember the first movie that I saw off hype. Like it wasn't like, I didn't really know what it was, but it was just everyone in this ghost face thing. 
was, was seeing uh, it. So I'm like, okay, fine, let's go see this this movie. And it was amazing. The first R-rated movie I ever sneaked into. Well, that's right, because if I was like a freshman in college. I mean, I was almost old enough, but n- like no, just barely. If I was 19, how old were you? This was 96. 96. So oh, I no, was, so I was 14. Yeah, so okay. yeah, I was 19. No, I was 18 because I was a freshman in college. And so then you were a freshman in, yeah. in, in high school. So, no, I was eighth grade. Eighth grade. Jesus. That makes it sound fucking weird. It really does. Right? Hey, when I was a freshman at college, my wife was in eighth grade. It's only four, three and a half years apart. I mean, I we? didn't meet her then, but still. Uh, but no, so I mean, the original Scream, awesome. Uh, Scream 2, 2 was... Scream 2 was okay. Here's why it was okay. Because it, it opened... With the movie version that they talked about in the original, it, it, it opened with it was stab. the movie within the movie. Yeah, yes. and Tori Spelling was you know she was, was yeah. she was playing Sydney, so it was all the throwbacks, and and the rest of the movie was okay. After that, as many sequels do, it just kind of went downhill. Well, they did three, and I don't remember much except for Jay and Silent Bob show up, and you know, Jesus, I don't remember I, it at all. Then <laughs> I love Kevin Smith, and we know how much I love Jason Mewes and that entire. World of view askew is means so much to me, but you know when Jay and Silent Bob are randomly showing up in your uh, sequels, yeah. maybe it's time to like wrap things up. Yeah, I mean this was it's it's so typical because the new Scream is basically what we all wanted from like the last three. So films. now hold on, explain this to me because you're now the more horror freak that would get this. So we had the original Scream, awesome. We had Scream two, it was okay. Scream three, Jay and Silent Bob show up. Now, the next Scream doesn't happen until, like, a couple years ago, and that was Scream 4, and did you see that? It was not a couple years ago. It was, like, 10 years ago. Was it really 10 years ago? It was, like, 2011. Time is just crazy. So, all right, 10 years ago. So, 10 years ago, Scream 4 comes. Did you see Scream 4? I don't know. I don't think I did. See, yeah, I don't think... I mean, I know I didn't see it. And I definitely am not going to see it now because I've heard how bad it is. Well, because within this new Scream, they essentially make fun of, you know, the... Film series stab. Yeah. Which is, you know, Scream. Scream. It's so, the movie within the movie. And you hear them bag the most on the last installment. Yeah, they're like, it was so bad, so which, we need to make a new one. Yeah, so, which for them, I think they call Stab 8. Yeah. But for us in our world, it's Scream 4 is the one that they're like, what the fuck did yeah. they do? So, you know, I had fallen out of the Scream thing. I wasn't like anxiously thinking this was going to be awesome. But AJ, like a month ago, starts like pecking in my ear about all these awesome reviews. Well, listen, I am a horror lover, okay? And and most horror movies get bad reviews. And when the reviews for Scream started coming out, huh. they were good. And I mean, I, it wasn't just one. It wasn't like, you know, so-and-so said Scream is great. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. How much do they get paid to write that review? Yeah multiple reviews started coming out and they're like, it's what you want from the sequel, but it's not a sequel. It's called a requel in the movie. They'll explain it. Go I, see I was, it. Yeah. You know, one of my friends tried to ask me like, so is it a reboot or is a, is it a sequel? It's neither. And, it's a requel. Yeah. I said, it's a requel. And, <laughs> and they, that's, they talk they about explain it. it in the movie. But I said, you know, it really speaks volumes when a horror movie is like a few weeks from coming out and it's getting really glowing reviews. It's Either people are getting paid off or something is very wrong or something's very right. And I will say, after seeing the movie, they got it right. I really think it was a perfect mesh of nostalgia, new characters. The fact that they basically like joke about the movie within the movie, mm-hmm. it's fabulous. My only question is, and I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything. By the way, this is really weird. Scream 4 
had all of them in it. Did it really? David so Ar- there was a Scream 5, though, wasn't there? No. No? So it was David Arquette, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, every even Wes, Wes Craven directed it. Well, so that was one wow. of the things that Nev Campbell said she wouldn't come back if Wes, Wes Craven yeah. wasn't going to direct, which he couldn't because he's dead. She is back. It's fabulous the way they inter kind of weave everybody and everything. The only burning question I have, and this is not a spoiler alert, so don't elaborate on it. Yeah. Um, was her name Sam, the main character? Yes. Yes, Samantha or whatever. Not Samantha, Sam. Sam. Um, who is Sam's mom? That's my burning question. Don't give anything yeah, away. I won't. That's I won't. the only question I have, though, walking out of that movie. But I, it, I don't think it's. It, it could have been really important. They chose not to make it important. It That's was, fine. Uh, you know, it was cool because in in uh, whatever we're doing with some of these hallowed franchises like the the Halloweens and the Screams of the World, where we're reinventing them and bringing them on along with a ride, they they nailed the aspect of giving you enough of. The old characters. Yes. So like Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, they, you know, the the big three are are all yes. in there along with some randos from other installments. If you're yes. really a Scream fanatic, you'll be able to point out, oh, that's so-and-so from part two and, and they're now this. There so- is a fabulous cameo and I won't tell you who it is, but you're not <laughs> expecting it at all. You got to wait for that one. But so, you know, like, like so it, they, they, they had enough to um, satisfy you, but the focus very much like like Halloween, the last couple of Halloweens, where they 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 give you Jamie Lee, but they let the story really kind of breathe on its own. Yeah. They they let it be told from a different direction. Now, I, you know what? I'm gonna um, brush up against you on that one. I felt mm-hmm. like the last Halloween that just came out didn't have nearly enough Jamie Lee. Yeah, well, like, I mean, but you got to start moving away. That's the thing. You have to like wean, it's like a drug. You got to wean you off yeah, a little bit at a time. she's the one who has to kill Michael, and we all know that. So but you can't, I, the movie has to keep going on, I okay? Know. That's why. And that's, and which is what I think, and it's funny, talking to my son, and so our son came with us to see Scream, and it is funny because. He's seen the original. He hasn't seen all the sequels. He, he said he's seen, yeah, he said he's seen some of the original. He's like, not all, okay. he's like, I've seen clips, but. So our son goes with us, and there is an overall theme in the movie about it's a um, a, a millennial uh, Gen X to Gen Z switch. Yeah, like they 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 play it up that like the original scream was for all the Xennials and yeah. the Gen Xers, and now this is like the Gen Zers, and this is how they, how we're going to do it now. Yeah. And I love just seeing like that kind of generation, because that's what they're doing. They're bridging this gap. Well, you know, I had, it's funny you say that, because I had to talk to my dad about that the other day. One of the characters in the movie walks into a party and says like, hello, Gen Z. And what do they say? Like somebody's millennial dad is here or something yeah, like yeah. that. And Pat and I looked at each other and laughed because we're like, yeah. millennial is now the parent. Well, yeah. yeah and that's... I had to talk to my dad about that the other day because my dad's such a typical boomer. He still blames millennials for everything yeah, where yeah. I'm like, fun, because they blame you for everything. I mean, your so. sister is technically, I mean, you're a millennial technically, right? I'm like the first year of a first millennial, year. but I'm also technically a zennial. But so. so so still, fine. So so let's take your sister, who is a hardcore millennial. Yeah. She's 30. 
Um, if I'm 39, she's 37. So she can have a 17 year old. So Absolutely. boom, that's someone's millennial dad. And that's what I'm walking I, yeah. in to bust up the Gen Z party I had on a Friday night. Tell my dad that I'm like, Dad, the millennials are not just like punky little 20 year olds now they have grown ass kids like groans i I know you want to blame every other generation but really we're just your financial advisor is a millennial (laughs) i guarantee it right (laughs) it was really good though i was really happy with it i thought it did a really great job of saying all the things you thought about the other movies and yeah. it like it was just great. It was a great mesh of old characters and new characters and old story and, and new and, story. And like they tie everything. I mean, and again, if you're really like a scream fanatic and you own them all and you can recite them back and forth, if you're the proverbial uh, who's the guy from the first one who gets murdered, uh, the uh, film geek, what's his name? Stu. Stu. Yeah. If you're the Stu of your yes. family, like you'll love it because there's little callbacks and little things. Oh, there's a ton of callbacks, and, and you'll be like, wow, 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 wow. And it also helps uh, reinforce, and I was talking to my son about this, uh, that Ghostface is such a unique bad guy, boogeyman, because it's no one. Yeah. Like, you know, Jason is Jason Voorhees, and he has this story. Freddy Krueger is Freddy Krueger, he has a story. Michael Myers is a person, he has a story. Ghostface could be you. You right. You could be the killer. Ghostface. I mean, <laughs> Ghostface really is is this is as, as corny as it sounds. Is much like our country. They always say like the United States is an idea. Yeah, and that's what Ghostface is. He's an idea, and it's fun because throughout the movie you forget about that, and every like every once in a while somebody will look at another person and go. Maybe you're the killer, maybe, maybe and you too. forget that it could be any person on that screen. It always is. It always is. And so that's why I think it's a it's a fun franchise. I do, do I get any credit for being right about one of the killers? Um. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Thank yeah. You. I mean, if you want, if we're keeping score, yes. I guess if those are the things that make me happy. I'm, I'm like, proud of myself when I solve puzzles like that. Okay. You did. She uh, leaned over and gave me the. Pss, pss, pss. I think it's Listen, I suck at Wordle because yeah, I know you're all playing that, but yeah. I did guess one of the killers in the new Scream. So. so, I mean, it's a it's a good flick. It's a good continuation. I think they even, dare I say, leave the door open for Absolutely. something in the future, which they will no doubt do, and which, by the way, will suck. Because remember, this is yeah. the way the the ebb and flow of these great franchises go is that you have like the original holy shit it's so good you have a second one that maybe is like all right the third is a hunk of shit the next is a piece of garbage it's just, yeah it's a cheap piece of garbage and then you have your comeback yeah. and then it's like yeah and then they keep trying to make money off it and then they fuck it and up and they fuck it up so they don't fuck it up don't fuck it up see so it's all about. there are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie For instance, number one, you can never have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Big no-no! Big no-no! Sex equals death, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. (laughs) No, the sin factor. It's a sin. It's an extension of number one. And number three, never, ever, ever under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer. You want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back. I feel like we're coming off as like just two bums that go to movies and watch TV on this episode because um, I really want to talk about Seinfeld. Okay. I I, I thought she was going to talk about our new new hikes that we go on. 
No, I told no. you yesterday I wanted to talk about Seinfeld. I said, put it in your phone. Why do you want to talk about a 25-year-old television program on this 2022 podcast? Because I didn't ever think that I would love it so much as a grown-ass woman. Pat and I are watching Seinfeld again from beginning to end because I think it was one well, of those... Well, not to say that me and you ever watched it together no, 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 beginning to you're end. You're not letting me finish. Just let me let me get to it. Okay. What I was going to say is it's one of those shows I feel like you probably jumped around, like you caught episodes here and there. You didn't ever really need to follow it episode to episode because it is a show about nothing. It's a show about like your, your, your daily shit. I will say that's where it, and I mean, really where it came from was we decided to watch Friends, right? Um, because I'd never watched Friends. AJ, of course, was a Friends fanatic. And so I said, all right, let's watch Friends. All the way, and we watched it all the way through, and I said, well, when we get done with that, let's watch Seinfeld, right? The other big 90s yeah. comedy. Fine. So we started Seinfeld. Now we're watching Seinfeld. And like with Friends, you you did kind of have to know what was going yes, on. Yes, I was going to say, that is kind of the anti-jump in. And you couldn't just like pick up in season six and know what, like that's not how that show works. I mean, not to say you couldn't be entertained by some jokes yeah. and some, you know, they always had great visual comedy, physical comedy, but yeah, there were overarching storylines that you would not know about where Seinfeld is very much a in this now, like yeah. be here now. It's actually weird when they call back to other episodes because they do it so rarely, mm-hmm. but I was not expecting to enjoy it as much as I'm enjoying it. Yeah. What a brilliant fucking show. Just figuring that out. Well, huh? I, you know, <laughs> listen, when did it start? 91 or something like that? And say, uh, look it up. Boy, let's look. I mean, you know, what's funny about it is I actually kind of figured out from us rewatching Seinfeld how I because I always kind of envisioned it as like the way you had an attachment to friends yeah that was my show from that time where I had that attachment and I think I realized by the way 1989 see that's okay so you were young I was seven years years old you were young too you were like 11 well you didn't let me finish okay what I was gonna say was um I fell in love with this show when it hit the initial what they call in tv the first round i believe uh uh syndication okay so it was again we are talking about a different time when there wasn't so much content no. in the fucking world you watched what was on tv you watched or what, you watched a movie exactly and that's it. right so i knew as i was going through college leading up to those final years of it i was basically watching the whole show in fast, because every yeah. day I turn on for Chicago is like Fox, right? Fox 32. I would turn on Fox 32 and they would run uh, Seinfeld reruns for an hour block, one in the afternoon and one at night. Yeah. And I would always catch them. So and then I, I basically caught up and I remember then watching in real time on NBC when the last two seasons came around. And I remember sitting down to watch, you know, the, the final episode and shit. Yeah. I was on my girlfriend's grandma's couch, I believe. And so, but, but yeah, realizing now I look back and go, hold on, 89, same thing. I'm like, I was 11. Yeah, we were children. But I like, I got the quick GED version of my knowledge on it through all those syndicated like hours. Because I remember my parents watching it and like, I didn't get the joke, so I didn't really care because I was a kid. I don't think anyone watched it in my house. But eventually, like, we all started watching it. Yeah. And eventually I started getting the jokes and it was funny and blah, blah, blah. But I I didn't. It's the same thing with Friends. I was so worried that Friends would not translate. It wouldn't be funny. Mm -hmm. Friends is still goddamn hilarious. Yeah, sure. And, And listen, I know there's a lot of people who don't think 
friends is funny. That's fine. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you, but that's fine <laughs> to each his own. Yeah, sure. Um, but with Seinfeld, I was I was worried about the same thing. I'm no. like, that show's even older than Friends. What if it doesn't translate to be funny? Nope. It's still hilarious. Jazz is funny. Holy shit, is it a brilliant yeah. show? Yeah. It is such a great show. We even, we're such dorks. Like, we, we get down on the theme song, like, every night. Boom, 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 boom. I mean... It's our good night show, right? Yeah. So everyone has a show that you watch a, a quick episode or two before bed. And of course, these days, because we're dealing with everything on a condensed format, that half an hour show is 20 minutes. Yeah. So we can crank out two episodes in 40 minutes. Sometimes three. It's usually two and a half. And then I it's fall asleep. Two. She's always falling asleep. Two and a half. But, give, uh, me a, give me that half. But, but you know, we'll, we'll watch it and you have a good time with it. But it really is. It's a funny show. I mean, it still holds up. It does. Um, you know, we've hit some of the iconic episodes. We're, we haven't hit all of them yet. We're still coming up on the Soup Nazi. Yeah, we've hit the Bobka episode. We just got to the part where George uh, works for the Yankees, and that, of course, leads to all the yeah. Steinbrenner stuff, and the I believe he dies at one point. And I there's think a, so. There's just a whole bunch of cool stuff that comes out of that angle. But it, it holds up. But I will say, if you want to go, like, jokes per minute is, uh, you know, laughs per second. Seinfeld takes friends every day of the week. You know? Every day of the week. And it has less people on like on camera, which I think may benefit it. Friends has so many fucking people that they're always people entering and leaving and there's so many complex characters. Like, you know, Seinfeld's easier. I disagree with you. I think think Seinfeld has just as many goofy-ass characters that come in and out. Because look, recurring characters, aside from the, you know, the core, what is it, four? Core four. There's Kramer, Elaine, Jerry, and George. That's the core four. Core four. Then you've got both sets. You've got George's parents Uh and Jerry's parents, recurring characters. You've got... But I mean, on camera, but that's reoccurring characters. I mean, on camera, every scene. Friends oh, yeah. Friends had to get all six of those people, for the most part, uh, on camera yeah. for every scene. And it's hard then, I feel like, for someone to become the hard joke. Like, like Kramer gets the physical comedy laughs, yeah. right? Because there's four people, and they each have kind of their little quarter part of the role. Elaine's the female, so she gets the, you know... The female She, she gets laughs. all the female laughs. George is like the loser, right? Yeah. He's the loser eccentric. He gets those geeky laughs. And then Jerry is the cool main character the one that so all, of course he gets the laugh yeah he's the, the and then he's the comedian i just think that's why it's a more jokes per second show like if you want to watch a show just to like get your ha-has out for a quick 22 like seinfeld's gonna deliver every time you click on and it. even the the things in the show that don't hold up as far as time and, are and, sti- we can i mean we're still we're old enough to relate to that. We're old enough to relate to the time yes. when not you know not everybody had a cell phone. You couldn't get a hold of somebody every single minute of every single that, day. I mean, that is the funniest part is half these goddamn episodes wouldn't even be able yeah. to be written today because all the problems are taken care of with a cell phone. There's so many people that yeah. are telling folks to leave uh, messages at numbers and, and they're missing connections. I'm like, this show would be a thousand times harder to write nowadays in 2022. Yeah. Well, it was funny too because we we like we were talking about the theme song and it's just so like iconic that you just kind of brush it off. You're yeah. like, yeah, this is the Seinfeld theme song. And I'm like, I want to see how they made that oh, song. Oh yeah, she she fell down. Her, I mean, this I is, fell down listen, the YouTube rabbit once hole. again. As we've talked about before, AJ does not watch shows. She researches shows. 
as we watch the show, she researches everything about it. And then she'll come up with things like, oh, did you know that that actor was also on Breaking Bad? Or she'll go, hey, did you know? And then she knows the entire history of the Seinfeld theme song and how it was made. Dude, the it is the most genius. Like, it's a guy. He, I mean, he's, he's so kooky and he's such a genius. Like, he's so, I feel like he'd be super weird to hang out with, but he's mm-hmm. still so smart. But he made most of those noises with his mouth and his hands. I mean, it sounds like a very Yo-Yo Ma theme. It sounds like you hear the the you know the the, the mouth movements and stuff How is that yo-yo ma um i don't know i just thought <laughs> oh i'm sorry bobby mcfair i'm oh, okay. sorry bobby mcfair there you go I mean, okay yo-yo i'm ma. like yo-yo bobby. ma please chill sorry is there an episode McFarren. with yo-yo ma i don't know i we, freaking think there we is haven't gotten to it yet. i think there's a yo-yo ma episode but yeah the guy makes the noises with his yeah. his mouth and then there the video of him is playing the keyboard the and like you can't it just makes you appreciate it so much more. It is such a great show, and I can't believe, like, I'm almost mad at myself for wondering if it would hold up. It's hilarious. Yeah, no, it still good holds comedy up. Is, good comedy holds up. Have you uh, ever watched any of Curb Your Enthusiasm? No, but I've heard we Because, should. see, Curb is, I mean, just Larry David's show. They've always said Curb is just Seinfeld with uh, the guardrails taken off. Okay. That it's, it's, you know, because it's not on the network. It's not and, network TV. You know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and now it's one of those series... Um, um, it's kind of like Curb Your Enthusiasm has fallen into It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia ter- ter- uh, territory where it's a passion project for the creators. Yeah. So, you know, there may be a year or two in between seasons, but you always eventually kind of sort Yeah, like it, they yeah. always eventually go, okay, here's a new season. But Curb is supposed to be, and my best friend is bagged on my ass. We're never watching Curb because uh, he's like, dude, it's like Seinfeld just, you know, amped up. Um, I'll watch Curb after this. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you want to do that? We could do Do you want to watch then. Curb after Seinfeld? Yeah, but then we have to get back to, remember, we were going to do The Sopranos again. Oh, fuck. That's not funny. I need more funny. No, we, we're going to go to Curb. We do need to stick with the funny before bed. All right. Yes. Yes. Funny before bed. Yes. Yeah, you can't go to bed with like visions of a whacking in your head. No, it's pretty fucked up. Go, go, go to Trust bed. Me, when Pat was in Hawaii for a month last year, and I was home alone, I was watching some fucked up yeah. stuff before no, 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 no. bed. No, 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 no. And it, like within like two weeks, I'm like, what? What are you no, doing? You need, like, you, you know, cannot you need, end your day you like need, that. You need Kenny Rogers roasters. Think, all right, that's what's going to send you off the bed. We haven't hit the Kenny Rogers roasters. That's what. You, yet. That's what you need. Okay, you do not need SOA. You do not need no. Jack's killing someone. I, I, I do like the fact that we are we are moving on from violence and yes. informative murder porn to comedy. You like I think to laugh. It's, it's good for have us. You, have you lived the last two fucking years? I like to laugh. I'm done with all the murder <laughs> and stuff. I like to laugh. <laughs> the Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.